Waterloo Community Theatre. Waterloo The Grammys. The Grammy Awards are an American Music Award that are presented by the Recording Academy. The 63rd Grammy Awards, which was hosted earlier this week by Trevor Noah in the Staples Center in downtown LA. Some of those who performed were Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa. The record of the year went to Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Album of the Year to Folklore by Taylor Swift, and Song of the Year was awarded to I Can't Breathe by Her. However, we cannot talk about the Grammys without talking about Beyonce, who has won two awards, one for the best rap song, another for the best R&B performance, and on the same night became not only the most awarded female artist Grammy Award winner, but also the singer who has the most Grammys in Grammy history. On the same night, her daughter Blue Ivy had also taken an award home. And now... It's question time. So my question from Shay to Taser. Is question 39, what's your worst habit? Um, I need to think on this because um, I think I have many habits. Um, I think that my worst one is... Um, I actually can't think of one. Wait. Oh yeah. So when I laugh at something, I laugh really loudly, and I really and I just like grab people's arm or like I slap them for no reason. I don't know. It's just like a instinct that I have when I'm laughing. So now I'm going to ask another question. Um, who do you admire? Ooh, so that's a tough one. Um, I admire a lot of people, actually. Um, not just like celebrities or just like, I would probably say people like Michelle Obama and sort of like um, her husband and sort of where they come from and where they ended up, it, it just sort of gives you a lesson that, well, actually, um, it doesn't matter what your background is or where you come from, anything's possible. So that kind of gives me hope and that um, just sends the message that don't put yourself down because it doesn't matter what you go through in life, you can do anything. 
Okay, so my next question is, what worries you most about the future? Um, what worries me the most is that I won't be in contact with the friends that I have now, for example, Selena. Like, I just want to be in contact with her for, like, the rest of my life. And, yeah. Now I'm going to ask another question. Um, how would you describe your personal personality? Uplifting, bubbly, um, and I've often within my corporate career been described as being the sunshine in the room. So I'll give you an example. Um, on a rainy day when it's grey, like on a Monday after a weekend and everybody hates Mondays, um, you go into the office and everybody looks doom and gloom. and I walk in going, morning everyone! <laughs> so yeah, I can be that annoying person, but I uplift everybody. The so next up we have Selena and Tyza's dialogue. I just wish that all of us didn't exist. What? We have global warming, corona racism and I just I hope that I just I just wish that we would have moved past sexism but every time I feel like we're taking two steps forward we always end up taking two steps back it's it annoys me <laughs> because we are all humans I don't get how you feel more important like oh it just just this just makes me so angry it's pretty sad that we're still having this conversation in the 21st century. Imagine being a property to someone. Like, it was 100 years ago. If I was born 100 years ago, being a woman would be my flaw. Just imagine being alive on a planet, being seen as property, being objectified and dehumanised. Yeah, we're living, but we're not actually living. You, you know what I mean. I'd rather be back up the womb, thank you very much. We as women aren't safe to walk around by ourselves. It's good to talk and it's good for teachers to educate male students on respect and consent. Women automatically make schedules in our mind. Like we don't know, we know we aren't safe enough to go out after dark. Also, Baris, Baroness Jones suggested a curfew for men to restrict them from leaving later than 6 p.m. This would give men a sense of how women feel every single day. Catcalling is so diminishing. And it's not even made illegal yet, because the majority of roles in authority establishments are men. If a woman in those places was to say something, she would be laughed at and unacknowledged because men don't experience it as a problem or humiliation. They, they are unable to feel a sense of empathy because they don't go through this on a daily basis like we do. Birth control. If men had to take it, it would be free. They would work harder to reduce the side effects just because they had to put up with it. Men can just walk off after, after they've had their fun. And if a woman gets pregnant, she's left, she's left to deal with it on her own. They also get a choice to say yes or no. But we, we have very little choice. No matter what choices we make, we will always be judged and criticised for everything. Also, women have been walking alone with keys in between our fingers, always turning around to see if anyone's following us, avoiding certain places, restricting ourselves from leaving the house at certain times. This is not natural. This is learnt. I learnt at 10 years of age to not turn around when men catcall me or whistle at me. 
I just, I can't comprehend or understand like how difficult it is for a man to just keep walking and shut their mouths. Like get on with your own lives. It's not that hard. I just, this just frustrates me so much. The realist. Hi. In light of um, Slain and Tizer's wonderful dialogue, I'd like to um, share a poem on a similar topic. It is called No Seat at the Table. It's a hall of misogyny, suffocatingly long, miserably narrow. Paintings reign over the walls of those who underestimate us, who look down upon the daughters of Athena with our rage and beauty alike. Tired of waiting, legs crossed, posture right, and nails painted a bright red. Sat at the round table with King Arthur and his men. I don't need a knight in shining armor. I just need you to pass me the damn sword. The realist. And in the response to um, the wider conversation that we've all been having following the very tragic murder of Sarah Everard recently, in the big conversation today, we're going to talk about how we feel about that and um, the response that followed it. Um, there was a vigil held at Clapham Common and there was a lot of police um, interfering with that. And, you know, we've heard from Selena and Tysa and Hamida today about how they as young women feel about uh, what's going on. But let's invite everyone to the conversation now, everybody who's on this call today to talk about this. And how, how do you, like Mohammed, you've got your finger up your way. Kick it off, please. Truly, I think it's disgusting that we're having to have conversations about women's safety in 2021. Um, I think 2020 and 2021 are going to be very pivotal in um, allowing our society to grow. Uh, I think the lockdown and everything that's happened in this past year and the year prior is going to, you know, is, is open, it's made us aware of many of the institutional, it's institutional problems that we do have. And um, yeah, I just think it's horrible that we're having to speak about this, but I guess conversation, dialogue is the way to go forward, especially yeah. with young men. And um, I recognize that as a young man, I do need to speak to other young males and you know, no matter of age, we must speak to each other and we must have dialogue about this. So do you, as, as a young man, because men are now getting a lot of blame, obviously, as a result of what's happening, do you feel like you have responsibility to talk to others and kind of raise awareness? And like, how do you feel about what, how do you feel about your part in this or your? I feel like as a human, I have to um, have conversations with others. I think um, men are not necessarily being blamed, but in, the situation, men are more likely to be the perpetrators and men are able to change their ways. Women shouldn't have to change their ways and accommodate to, um, you know, to stop themselves from getting any unwanted attraction from men. Men should be able to control themselves and have self-restraint. So what, what do you think needs to change? Like, what, where do we start? Like, conversation is one raise awareness, talk about it. Yeah. But how do we actually, what needs to change? Um, I think just our attitudes towards women as a society, I think we're very backwards. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. We need to, um, I think, be more fair to women and have, you know, make men a part of the equation, not only blame women 
for, for women shouldn't be blamed at all but um i think just blaming women is wrong for them because they are the victims so you know always always help can't speak always holding men accountable mm. is what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah yeah for their wrongdoing thanks mohammed any of the ladies who wants to contribute or mention i'd like to say something yes Rachel, go ahead. Um, it's very difficult because it's like people want to talk about how like when men say not all men it's it's a bit frustrating because it's a bit like saying that just because um they haven't because we're not speaking about men specifically it's about all men like in general men in general because we cannot tell whether you're going to, whether a person that we do not know is going to assault us or not and it's very difficult because we cannot choose between the two so it's very difficult and also when people say um violence towards women it should really be that men have violence towards women because it's almost like men aren't even in the in the equation period like i feel like it's sometimes where um in today's society women are always the ones taking a taking accountability for their own like what's happened to them instead of why they're actually having those issues done towards them and it's very difficult because in a sexist community it's difficult to speak up because even when you do speak up other people are going to try and bring it down and silence you and uh, sometimes people need to realize that just because it's not all people it doesn't mean that it's not some and it's very difficult you know mm. yeah i hear you um, Mohammed, did you have your, yeah, do, do you want to say anything? Um, yeah, so we've had discussion about this in school today and to be honest, in the group which I was in, from the students, there really there was no dialogue, it was only really me speaking and to be honest, I've had a bit of a bad day, a bad start, I think, because I'm just so angry at the fact that so many people don't care, they literally don't care the outside looking at the window fidgeting with boxes and I just find that so disgusting mm. I don't know how like I, like I said this before I don't think there should generally be um, a divide between men and women because each person's an individual and they're all going to have different thoughts on it but as a human being I am just disgusted by another human being's disregard mm. and lack of attention care and sensitivity towards something which is so important. Thanks, Mohamed. Tease has got her hand up. Yeah, so I just wanted to link to what Rachel said about it's not all men. Like, there's a hashtag going around on TikTok saying it's not all men. Women know it's not all men, but it's almost close enough to 100%. And we are not saying it's all men. We're just saying that we do not know which men are capable of doing these things like sexual harassment or catcalling or raping like it's we don't know which men could possibly do anything to us so i hate when they're just saying that or like making it about themselves it's not about you there's things going on around the world just like blm for example like white people were trying to make it about them saying all lives matter no black like yeah all lives matter okay but in the moment 
there were lots of black lives being taken away for no reason. So I feel like people should stop making it about them when it's a problem about women going on right now. Mm. Amida, did you want to say anything? I just wanted to add that we should realise how early it starts, um, at least for girls, and how young we are told to, that boys will be boys and we should just keep our heads down and it's normal for you to be scared and it's like it's if you're if if something happens to you it's because of the way you dress you shouldn't have worn that when it's like it's not it's like it it's, it's messed up and it's not only society telling us it's people like our teachers telling us these things and not caring about what's going on and just dismissing it and and feeding into that culture when so I was just I was just saying that we just need to realize that we can't just go straight into it and say, okay, we're going to fix this problem. We need to realize how early it starts because then you can, you can save a whole generation of boys not being sexist just from a young age, really yeah. easily. So, yeah. It is something about like the power of words, right? Because like you said, boys will be boys. It's something that's been said for so long and something that will continue to be said, but I think we need to challenge it and we need to start thinking about what, the impact of those words, what it really means. Um, exactly. What's a powerful language? Is powerful, and you need to choose the language you, you use. Rachel, what were you going to say? Yeah, because I feel like um, in the same thing with um, not all men, I feel like people aren't like being mature enough, and it, I feel like the, most of the people who would say all those things, like boys will be boys, oh. Um, it's not all men, it's childish people. It's people who are being ignorant and who do not want to face up to the facts because it's a bit like, it's a bit like the government not trying to, you know, help the, help the homeless. It's basically the same because it's basic human rights to listen to both sides of the story. And some just don't believe that, that um, all men should be held accountable when they really should be because at the end of the day we are living in a generation where things are getting sorted out things are going to be resolved but when people are going to say oh we can we can sort this out in 2050 no we are going to sort this out this year because trying to say that we're going to do it only a few generations later like we should be trying to have some efficiency and try to actually listen because it's not even just about, not just about men, it's just basic human right in general. I really like your optimism, Rachel, saying that, you know, that you think it's, it's going to be resolved in, you know, in our lifetime. And I really hope that you're right. But I think it's a conversation we'll continue to have, right? We're going to keep talking about this because it's important. And I think you're absolutely right. Should we go Selena and then Shay? Yep. And what I wanted to say was about like in school, um, leggings were banned for girls, and I couldn't like like comprehend like why because I, I didn't get it why, and then it just makes like like there was a reason why, but it just makes me think like it was it the girls doing something wrong wrong again, and then like, like it makes us all doubt ourselves and like oh I'm I must be the problem that's why they banned it because of me so I I'm the problem I'm the problem and then however the boys they just. They, in their heads, it makes them think, oh, I done nothing wrong. I, I can keep doing what I'm doing. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Thanks, Elena. Shay, what were you going to say? 
Yeah, I just wanted to add that. Um, could the problem uh, possibly be with not just um, men's integrity, but also with the punishment and how this country deals with it? Um, the punishments aren't great enough. Um, if they were a lot more serious with the punishments, then people would think twice before committing the crimes. Maybe they take it more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Let's leave the conversation there for this week, because I think this, like I said, this can carry on, carry on and on, because it's a big conversation and we will keep talking about it. Um, Roddy, I'm going to hand over to you if you want to do help us out with some signposting for anyone who's yeah. experiencing any of the problems that we're talking about. Thank you. Um, and I just want to add that, that no woman should ever be objectified, dehumanized or made to feel that they are worth less because of their gender. Please know that if you have been subject to harassment or sexual assault, that you've done nothing wrong and it's not your fault. Try to speak to a trusted adult or get help from Childline or victim support. If you want to know more about consent, visit brook.org.uk or you can watch the Cup of Tea consent video on YouTube and send that to all of your friends and male friends in particular. There are lots of handy tips for anyone wanting to stay safe um, when you're out and about from the Susie Lam Lampler Trust. Um, so that's susielampler.org um, forward slash personal safety out and about. Um, and now it's time for Reflections by Rachel. The when boys say not all men, they erase our story and our right to escape and express our feelings. As boys are the reason we are violated, 97% of women have been sexually assaulted. It may not be all men, but it's enough for us to fear all men. We avoid people because of corona. It doesn't make us think that all people have coronavirus. It's just because we don't want the chance of getting the virus. It's the same way that not all men sexually assault all women but some men do so we do not want to always have that possibility we're too scared because we are brought up with self-defense keychains to try not to get assaulted because at the end of the day if you do get assaulted everyone always says oh why didn't you say no why didn't you stop it why didn't you try not to why didn't you stop it when really men should be accountable when we did say no we never said yes did we in school, we are told not to wear our skirts too short or not to wear our uniform too seductively. When we're the ones being given the uniform, we're the ones being told what to wear. When they're saying boys will be boys, when they say that, oh, just leave the boys to be because they won't change, when really it's not fair. They're not being held accountable, we are. We're always trying to find ways to defend ourselves, always trying to find new ways. It's not fair because we are the ones trying not to be fought against. We're trying to find our right to speak, but we're always being taken down, always being put down, always being silenced, always being censored, when really we're not meant to be silenced. Men are, because they're the ones who are trying to bring us down. They're the ones trying to censor us. The, the realist. realist.
that's it for The Realist today. The Realist is a project of Waterloo Community Theatre and goes out live every Friday at six o'clock during lockdown and beyond. Today you heard Selena, Roddy, Mohammed, Hamida, Shay, Betty, Rachel, Anna and Taiza. Uh, if you wanted to find out more about us or our work, you can follow us on Instagram at Waterloo Community Theatre and on Twitter at WCOM Theatre or visit our website www.waterloocommunitytheatre.co.uk where you can also uh, donate if you want to support our work. We'll put links to all of the places that Roddy mentioned in his signposting in the show notes so you guys can go there if you want to find out uh, how to contact some of the people that he mentioned. Thank you for listening. Until next week. Thank you.